Welcome to the Body Mind Empowerment live stream. I'm your host Simland again, and uh, Happy Holidays, Merry Christmas. That's Merry Christmas in Burmese. Uh, the end of the year is edging on the horizon, and we're starting to reach the finish line of 2017, which is a great, you know, opportunity for taking a step back, reflecting back on our experience so far. And looking at what we've done, what we've accomplished, and then, you know, recharging ourselves for the next year of uh, crushing 2018 even better. Welcome to the party, pal! So, what I wanted to talk about in today's live stream is, uh, is how to prepare yourself for the coming holiday season. Like, in particular, how to stay healthy, how to stay fit, how to still keep uh, yourself on check with your routines and habits how to, you know, de-stress yourself, how to reduce the mental overload and uh, at the same time how to still have a great time with your friends and family. To not become the party pooper. I'm the party pooper. First of all, you want to make sure that uh, you're going to have a great time. Christmas fucking day. You still have to prepare yourself for it mentally as well. Uh, this is the time of the year when most people, they take a step back from their work and what they focus more, and they, and, and they focus more on compression. You know, it's like the natural cycles of life that we all go through. Expansion and contraction. These periods of action, taking action and reflection, ref reflecting back on the experience. You can see these things in nature as well. Like summer, winter, fire, water, catabolism, anabolism. It's the yin and yang of, of life, that the constant balance. I think this is the perfect time to slow down just a little bit. And uh, if you're ever going to do this kind of uh, relaxation downtime period, then this is the perfect time to do it. You don't want to be the one who is constantly grinding and working through the entire holidays because, first of all, you're, you're not going to make that much progress anyway, probably, because there's so many distractions around you. Your family members are visiting, your, your business might also be going, going through some slower periods because of, you know, the rest of the world is celebrating. I just like to smile. Smiling's my favorite. Secondly, you would also be better off by taking advantage of this downtime to recharge yourself, to be prepared for the next winter is coming. For the next coming winter, to to not reach burnout before 2018 even has a chance to begin. It's cold outside. It's like in the movie The Star Wars. Uh, a Jedi knows when it's time to rest and it, when it's time to act. For my ally is the Force and the powerful ally it is. So this is the perfect time to identify these patterns of contraction and uh, expansion. So this is the perfect time for having some downtime. Now, but at the same time, with that being said, when I say that you should take some time for relaxation, then I'm not saying that you just that you should just become passive and completely inactive. You know, to turn into this couch potato or or a mollusk 
that just sleeps in, eats junk, plays video games, forgets about their good habits and just falls off the rails completely. And that was the Christmas I would never forget until I went home and had like 50 beers. That's not what I'm talking about. Instead, I want you to still put in the hustle to, to stick to your routines, to stay consistent with your habits, to still stay disciplined with the small things, you know, because think about it. If you're capable of staying consistent and if you're capable of holding the line even during Christmas, even the time when you're supposed to relax, then you're guaranteed or you're ensuring that you're going to stay consistent at other times of the year as well. Because if you can do it when it's hard, then it's easier to do it when it's already supposed to be easy. When, you know, when it's time to expand and take action. So what does it mean? Should you still work? Should you still exercise? Should you still eat clean? Should you still practice other good habits of uh, body mind empowerment? Well, the answer is of course, yes, you definitely want to do that just so you could maintain these neural pathways within you because yeah, you can very easily forget them and uh, you can lose all of your hard work if you fall, if you fall into this some sort of a sand pit. You still want to put in some work, but at the same time, you don't want to be, you know, overdo it either. So instead of having an entire full-on cheat day, this this day where you just, you know, hit the snooze, you sleep in until the noon, you binge on Netflix, you eat Cheetos, you instead of that, you still want to have what I call a maintenance day. A day where you're still checking in on your systems. You just show up, but you do it only the first parts of the day. You reach what I call the daily minimum effort. The daily minimum effort is this this amount that you've decided that is that's enough for you to do that is the minimum that you want to accomplish with each day that you you have and uh, this applies to any other time of the year as well you can you can you can use this same principle uh, on whatever day it might be for instance you do the most important work assignment or a project in the morning you wake up you make your bed, you drink some water, you journal, you meditate, whatever your morning routine looks like. And then you get after this most crucial task that you have to accomplish, that it needs to be completed for the day. That's it. All of it. You have to ask yourself, if this was the one thing I accomplished today, if this was the one thing, would I be satisfied? Would I be happy with the things that I accomplished today? Would I, be, would I go to bed with, a, with peace of mind and uh, was, I, was I able to deliver the results that I wanted? Then you find out what, it, what that one thing is and then you go get after it. You get it done in the, mor in the morning. First thing to, you know, relieve yourself of the, of the burden. Merry Christmas, Robo! <laughs> then, of course... You still have to get your daily dose of exercise in, no matter what day it is, you know. You, your body wants to be active, you need to get the blood pumping, 
and you you need to do it for your health and uh, longevity first and foremost not not because of not because of discipline or fitness or you know having lower levels of body fat that's not the point the point is to promote your health and uh, vitality uh, i'm not recom- i'm not recommending you to go for a marathon run or have this 2 hour weightlifting workout at the gym or to you know whatever crossfit wards or whatever you want to do you, you don't want to be exercising just to burn off those extra calories no you want to do you want to by the least have a maintenance training session like we talked about this maintenance the minimum daily effort you have to do something for as little as little as 30 minutes to get your heart rate up to get some blood pumping to get some sweat going and uh, you're all good you don't have to you don't have to aim for hitting your personal records on your deadlifts or make some drastic performance improvements just the daily minimal effort to get yourself active oh what i recommend you to actually do is to do some high intensity interval training or some tabata protocols where you reach almost maximum intensity let's say like 70 to 80 percent of your maximum maximum effort that's more than enough to get your daily cardio to get your daily metabolism going and uh yeah that's all it takes you don't want to be enslaving yourself at the gym during the holidays and the idea is to trigger simply is to simply trigger a hormetic response within your body just a little bit just to prepare your body and to yeah stimulate this response even as little as 90 seconds of isometric contractions you know whether that be doing some yoga poses the warrior pose some some isometric planks planches or simply holding a horse stand uh, those things they will drastically improve your insulin sensitivity because of some uh, glute 4 trans translocators and uh, and it's going to ensure more stable blood sugar levels when you do eat so even as little as 90 seconds uh, is enough to, to trigger this kind of a beneficial response so let's do talk about some nutrition and eating traditional christmas foods they're they're stuff like gingerbreads candies mashed potatoes can you pass the maple syrup please but at the same time there are also some fatty foods like greasy pork bellies cakes puddings sausages those kinds of things i'm not gonna judge you for for eating any kind of food you can eat whatever the f- but uh, what i do want you to pay attention to is what foods you're combining the most important thing for eating any food or eating for health and uh, maintaining blood sugar levels that are stable is to not combine fats and sugars together that's uh, that's a deadly combo don't eat steak and potatoes don't eat apple pie with whipped cream don't add mayonnaise or butter to some extra carbohydrates and uh, don't eat these yeah these uh, desserts that have a ton of sugar and fat combined together this is so important because you know when when you combine sugars and fats together with with either even protein then they will they will cause more oxidative stress to your to your body which then is going to lead to more inflammation which is going to promote insulin resistance and a ton of other health problems 
that is like the main causes of the obesity epidemic and uh, diabetes as well, in my opinion, combining sugar and fats together. Sugar and syrup? If you're already overweight or if you're this kind of a person who isn't exercising a lot and if you haven't exercised during that day either, then I want you to pay particularly more attention to this because, because you know, your body isn't capable of handling even just regular carbohydrates. Your, your insulin sensitivity isn't that high. And if you think that, oh, it's, it's, it's the holidays, it's okay to indulge, it's just, you know, just small bite, then you're wrong. It's, it's gonna have some severe consequences on your health. So, by God, don't even think about combining carbs or fat together, ever. You know, I myself am quite physically active. I am very insulin sensitive. My body fat is, is quite low already. And even I myself in this situation, even my, when my body is capable of handling insulin and uh, carbohydrates very efficiently, I'm still not committing these mistakes because I know that they're going to have some severe consequences afterwards. So instead, what you want to do is keep the macronutrients separate. If you want to eat carbs, then eat those, eat those goddamn carbs because, yeah, it's your choice. But at the same time, you want to avoid the fats and proteins when you do it. Don't eat fatty meats like pork belly or steak if you want to have potatoes or cake. If, however, you're doing keto, you're low carb or paleo, then you can have the meat, you can have this meat, but you should avoid the carbs and desserts while you're at it. It's simple math. You can choose either low fat and high carb or, or the slightly higher fat and uh, low carb meals. Is it too much to ask for both? And uh, of course, you might, someone might ask, why not have both? You can definitely have your steak, you can definitely have your cake and you can eat them both then you have to have some creativity and you have to be willing to put some extra work in as well. I mean, I have nothing against, I don't have, I don't have nothing against sweet desserts or cakes as long as they're made of healthy ingredients. Healthy ingredients that don't jack up your blood sugar and uh, they help you to maintain your insulin sensitivity and health. There are a ton of low-carb alternatives when it comes to making some pies, some ice creams, some puddings, cupcakes, muffins. You can even make some cauliflower pizza or coconut milk ice cream. There are a lot of variations and alternatives to the traditional foods that we all like. But at the same time, you just have to make the sacrifices of putting in the extra work and some more effort to increase your daily minimum effort in a sense. What are some other things you can do to come out of the Christmas dinner alive and uh, well? You have to make sure that you get a good night's sleep because sleep deprivation causes mild insulin resistance for the upcoming 24 hours and uh, if you're eating carbohydrates in a state of insulin resistance practically or in a state where your body isn't going to utilize those uh, carbohydrates efficiently, then you're gonna you're gonna have more negative consequences in the future. Even an athlete can become diabetic and insulin resistant 
if they consume the wrong fuel at the wrong time, you know, the carbs or fat, neither of them is particularly good or bad. It's just the right context. You have to consume them in the right context when your body is uh, geared towards burning either, either one of them. You also want to keep your cortisol low because cortisol is going to raise blood sugar. And uh, yeah, that's going to lead to this cascading effect of insulin and uh, inefficient uh, carbohydrate metabolism. Of course, you want to get your exercise before dinner to go for a walk, have a workout, to, and to also have this time where your blood sugar levels or cortisol levels have the ability to lower down again. You don't want to consume food immediately after working out because your cortisol is still elevated. And uh, yeah, that's what, that's what we talked about already. So I recommend you to not eat a lot of food during the day either, to stay in this fasting state the majority of the day, to skip breakfast, definitely, and uh, maybe, you know, have a few small snacks during the day to, to not have this massive amount of cal calories consumed throughout the day. And when it's time to eat dinner, then you have like a lot of empty space or some a lot of more free calories to work with. When it is time to eat dinner, then uh, you, you don't want to start eating random calories immediately. Your first meal, it should, it should be small. That, that is going to satiate you and it's going to fill you up like veggies, some protein, maybe some healthy fats to get your micronutrients and to get your fiber in. To, to satiate yourself, to overcome the initial hunger. It, it should be like this, your, uh, your average everyday meal, whatever it might look like, that, that is not going to cause extra cravings in the future, or it's not going to make you lose your self-control. Oh, it's just a little dry, it's fine. You should also have some uh, frequent breaks during the dinner, where you step away from the, where you step away from the dinner table, and you move around to this is going to have like a drastic positive effect on your blood sugar it's going to also detach you mentally from eating because if you sit behind the table for several hours then you may not even notice how much food you've eaten it's a huge huge problem this unconscious eating of mindlessly eating because your your body has received calories but your mind hasn't registered it you know snacking is itself a very bad habit to have because you don't realize what you're doing you're simply being unconscious and uh, that's where all the issues start to emerge from if you want to have some sort of a treat or some sort of a dessert then you have to make sure you're doing it consciously as well you have to be in a you have to be in a conscious state of mind where you can actively reflect back on what you're doing in real time like this complete meta detachment is going to ensure that you do enjoy it and uh, that it's you you you're in the present moment and actually experiencing it because that that primal instinct that primal instinct within all of us is uh, actually quite strong once you get the first bite of something good, like uh, this piece of cake or dessert, then uh, your subconscious mind can take over 
and uh, you'll end up eating the entire cake without even knowing it. Like, how often does this happen? Oh, I'll just have one bite of that donut. If you don't have a lot of self-control or if you struggle with overeating, then I recommend you to avoid... I recommend you to avoid all the treats altogether because it's easier to say no to the entire thing rather than it is to say yes to just one bite and then try to not eat anymore. So it's easier to say no to the entire cake. So say no to donuts. <laughs> what about de-stressing in general? Like I already mentioned, this is definitely not the time to accelerate, to increase your hustle. It's, it's a time for contraction and uh, recollection. You want to still go after your daily minimum effort, your daily maintenance when it comes to working or working out. But uh, you don't want to cause mental stress over it either. You don't want to start overanalyzing or overthinking about what more could I do or where can I lean in more. You have to take advantage of this downtime so, so that you could hit it harder the next year after the holidays. If you're already getting in the maintenance work of the day, then uh, you're already keeping your systems and routines in check, which is the most important thing. You have to keep your systems uh, in check and you have to show up no matter what day of it is, no matter what day of the year it is then you're gonna ensure that you won't forget about them and and you're gonna maintain those good habits. Other de-stressing activities I recommend you are walking in nature, going outside, I don't, I don't know, building a snowman, get, getting some fresh air and uh, you know being active in general. It's also great for doing some uh, real-time thermogenesis, cold thermogenesis because you know the temperatures are lower, there's some snow it's gonna build up your mitochondrial density and uh, brown fat as well, which which is something that is going to increase your overall energy levels during the during the summer, during the autumn, during the spring, and uh, in general. So you wanna have you wanna, you wanna have mitochondria that are very powerful and uh, they're efficient at regulating your metabolism and regulating the temperatures of your body as well. It's either me or this cold. And it doesn't appear to be going anywhere. Meditation and journaling, they're also great ways to take your foot off the pedal and to reflect on what you're doing. You can ask yourself, what did I accomplish this year? Did I move closer to my goals? Where could I go on from here? And what do I need to do next? And at the same time, you can create an action plan for, for the coming months. I'm a strong believer in uh, taking action and execution. That's cold. I believe that action is uh, more important than strategizing. But uh, at the same time, having a strategy is also vital for taking the right type of action. Just taking action isn't, isn't worthwhile if it's the wrong kind of action. You have to make it, you have to make sure that you're heading in the right direction. So use this time to heal your body, to rejuvenate your mind, and then prepare for crushing the goals next year. Don't disturb my friend, he's dead tired. That is it by me for today, and... Merry Christmas! Ho ho ho! Stay conscious, stay empowered, and Merry Christmas. And that was the Christmas I would never forget.